1: Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight.
2: Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. We could take a look at the three NFC wildcard games coming up this weekend. And I love this weekend because no Green Bay Packers football, a stress-free weekend where my team has the bye. So at least for one more week, I don't have to stress. And I get to watch everybody else. So let's start with the Eagles and the Buccaneers this week. I'm a big Eagles fan. As the number one seed, the Packers will get the, well, the worst team. They'll get the highest seed. That would be the Eagles. They're plus nine, though, on the road, taking on the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who even without all these dudes like Rob Gronkowski, the healthiest he's been in three years, probably since retiring and then coming back. Um, they still have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin out for the year. They're going to get Leonard Fournette back. They have Ronald Jones. When are they
1: getting Leonard Fournette back?
2: They still think that there's an outside shot that he's going to be able to play. When? Um, let's check that out, actually. that's a, See, this is why I will be looking at the uh, injury report all week long. So they're going to get Fournette back. He will play on Sunday. Wow. He's back. Shaq Barrett's back. I wanted to make sure, though. And JPP back. He's back, too. Yeah, so they're all going to go. Yeah. Um, they were like 50-50 on Fournette through like a couple weeks ago. Then they said, well, we expect him back for the playoffs, but now yeah, he will officially be playing in this game. We lost I saw him, what, December 19th against the Saints is when he got hurt? Yes.
1: Yes. So it's
2: been a while, but it's only been a couple it's been weeks. A while. He's been so good this year. Probably the best version of Fournette we've seen. Tampa Bay is going to win this game, but are they going to win this game by double digits? Uh Mark Drumheller says he sees this going probably to 10. Um, but at nine right there, I did take Philadelphia. I don't really love it, but I did use Tampa Bay in a teaser as well. I got Tampa Bay just to win by three points, uh, six point teaser, obviously. That's the simple math. So I got Tampa Bay minus three, which I think is very doable. They should win this game by at least a touchdown against Philadelphia. And then I'm going to play that with the Bills plus three. Bills are uh, four and a half point favorites. I like that. Uh, I, I think the. De- Here's the thing, though. How do the Eagles keep this game close when they stay in games and they've been winning games the second half of the season by running the football? And nobody could run the ball against Tampa Bay. That's the only thing. It's Jalen Hurts. We talked about these young quarterbacks. Here's another quarterback making his first start in the playoffs in just his second year. They've been solid defensively, but good enough to keep Tampa Bay from scoring 28 points. I don't know, man. I think the Eagles could keep it close, but I don't know if they're going to be able to run the ball for four or five yards per carry in this game. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I'm just going to go ahead and look and see. I'm looking at my bet slip right now. Oh, yes. Oh, you're going to say to yourself, Trista. How did you do it? How did you find this incredible line? Well, I literally took this game at on what was it eight forty eight p.m. on Sunday, the ninth of uh, January. So Sunday night, right when the Monday night or the, right when the Sunday night football game was underway, they placed, they put all the early bets oh, up. Yeah. I got Tampa minus seven and a half. Man, I took it immediately. I I took it immediately. I knew it wouldn't stay there. Eight and a half. It's now nine. I feel pretty good about it. Seven and a half. Not gonna lie. I actually forgot about it until just now. And I was like, wasn't it Seven and a half you have? Seven and a half, sir.
2: Man, that's awesome. And now they announce all these dudes are going to play. Yeah. And so it's probably, yeah. You should have taken
1: it for more, honestly.
2: I would take a seven and a half with Tampa Bay. Um. Man, that'd be a nice number. So,
1: to me, I think the thing that's interesting about this is, like, even Lockie Locker said this, you know, Lockie Lockerson said this, "This the first time time playoff quarterbacks have a horrible record. Yeah. And, like, okay, in this particular circumstance, there's never, ever been a greater disparity in terms of quarterback experience than this. Jalen Hurts, zero playoff games. Tom Brady, 41 playoff games. Like, Brady has played in... 14 either AFC or NFC championship games alone. The lights get brighter. Things speed up. Levante David comes crawling down your face. JPP is all in your grill. And Leonard Fournette is pounding the ball down the Eagles' defense throats. Boom, boom, keep going. Play action, keep going. I mean, this is going to be a demolishment. And you watched how the Cowboys uh, Killed the Eagles. And I know they didn't have all their players. That's fine. But, like, it was by a million. I could easily see this be by a million. I wouldn't take it at nine, probably. I would tease it down just like you did. But, goodness gracious.
2: I know. I know. This should be, like... I can't even believe, it, to be honest, and Nick Sirianni was great the second half of the season after we absolutely crushed him for the first nine weeks, and no though.
1: Miles Sanders <laughs> broken hand.
2: And that's the thing. Like, Miles Sanders, they're hopeful that he plays. They're also hopeful Jordan Howard plays. If those guys don't play, this guy, I mean, and you guys It's literally just,
1: Kenneth Gainwell?
2: Kenneth Gainwell, yeah.
1: If it's just Kenneth Gainwell?
2: And just Jalen dropping back, and you can't just have spend him. the money
1: on the props on it, like, at any time. Like, just take Kenneth Gainwell props because you know Nick Sirianni's going to be dedicated to the run. Maybe even take some Jalen Hurts rushing yard props.
2: Yeah, I'll just go with the attempts for both of them. You know what I mean? Because they're at least – that's the thing. They're going to have to try to. They're not going to be able to just, like, throw the run away, neglect the run like Dallas did. And granted, that was week one. It seems like it was, like, four years ago. Dallas was able to do that because they have Dak Prescott, and he threw for almost 500 yards in that game. You know what I mean? I'm really
1: surprised that Mark Drumheller thought – that this Eagles team could run on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which largely had one of the best run defenses in the NFL. I was very surprised by that. Did you get surprised by that?
2: Uh, Kind of, yeah, because, like, I remember when I said Jonathan Taylor was going to be able to run against the Tampa Bay defense, and everybody's like, you're crazy. And I said, well, no, because they have an actual offensive line, and he's the best back in the league. So if it's Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor, maybe, but a beat-up Miles Sanders, and that's the thing, like a broken hand,
1: what are we talking about here?
2: And then Jordan Howard potentially playing in this game? The
1: ghost of Jordan Howard.
2: Yeah, I wanna wait and see. Chicago who
1: actually. Bear, Jordan Howard, Miami Dolphin.
2: I I, I gotta Jordan wait. Jordan Howard? i got to wait before I could break this one down any better. The, the, the best game in the NFC this weekend is Dallas and San oh, Francisco. Oh, 100
1: And I played San
2: Francisco, but the more I think about this, man, like if Dallas plays the way that they're capable of playing, that's the team I'm scared of in the NFC. I've been saying the Rams for weeks. I'm way more scared of Dak Prescott than Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford 0-2 in the playoffs, and you saw again last week, like his record against good teams, winning teams. What does he have? Ten career wins against teams that are above 500. Yeah, um, that's a
1: crazy stat.
2: I just, man, if Dallas is so good, because here's the thing, like Jimmy Garoppolo, I actually like Jimmy Garoppolo, but he's going to turn the ball over and he loves throwing the ball in the middle of the field. Dallas gambles a lot defensively, like Trayvon Diggs gambles a lot defensively, but they also force a lot of turnovers. If they force two turnovers in this game, it's a much different story than last week. Like San Francisco survived last week. They went down 17, nothing. If they do that against Dallas and Dak Prescott and that rushing attack, Game over. They can't come back from down three scores in this game. So they're going to have to play a perfect football game. I took the points with San Fran at three and a half. Now it's down to three. More I think it about opened this. It up at two and a half. Dallas minus 160 on the money line might have to be a play.
1: Man, I'm just so conflicted in this game because.
2: You're a fan. I'm a fan.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. And it's like I wanted and I was in. I was watching this um, the way that the, the witching hour played out with all of the Dallas Cowboy fans that I, I lived with when I was first come came back to DC and everybody was excited like you know my little baby genius Grayson was like we need we need a Cardinals L we need uh the Rams L and we need the Bucks L and then yeah. we can get the two seed and I was like none of that's happening Grayson none of that's happening and then boom Cardinals go down early to Seattle and he's like look at that look at that And then we get Rams with a huge, like, we'll call it a collapse or a comeback by the Niners. And, like, the one team I really didn't want to face was the Cardinals just because we just played them. And Kyler Murray and and Dallas and, like, this stadium, there's just something special there. It's almost like he has a Superman cape for him. You know what I mean? And then the Rams, like, I don't really want Dak to be pressured by Aaron Donald and, like, for him to throw a pick to Jalen Ramsey. Like, I don't want that. I don't want this Dallas defense to have to face two of these potent offenses. At least I know, you know, we can contain Jimmy, hopefully. You know, we can get some get some pressure on him. Yeah. He's not going to run. He, he's hampered. His thumb is...
2: Micah Parsons is going to be Michael back. Micah Parsons
1: is going to be back. His UCL is torn. You know, which is crazy because that's the same injury that has kept Jeremy Grant out for all this time. Same thing, UCL injury. So, I don't want to touch it. I would probably lean... Man, 50 and a half. What a perfect line. Because yeah. then you saw what happened with the Rams in the Niners game. That looked like that was going to fly under. Yeah. And then the team total, I was thinking about taking the Niners anything under like 22 or 23. And that went over. I don't ah, I don't want to touch it. It's a no for me.
2: So here's the thing that scares me and why I played San Francisco. Because I see why. Like, you would. Well, well, we handicap, like, I like handicapping coaches in the playoffs, which is like. Usually I'm betting Bill Belichick is a four and a half point dog, but I don't know. Cause I like the bills coaching staff. And I think that Josh Allen, I know Josh Allen's a better quarterback. And I think the defenses, I think we overrated the Patriots defense a little bit this season, as good as they are. Um, Raiders Bengals, Like, you know, Ken said it best. We can't really handicap that one because we don't know anything about either coach come playoff time. One thing I do know in all too well is Mike McCarthy in the playoffs. He takes his foot off the gas. He loves kicking field goals. Uh, The NFC championship game in Seattle. He'd be a
1: perfect coach on like either the Alabama or Georgia staff.
2: And now he's going against Kyle Shanahan, who I know like some people think maybe he's just a play caller. Some people don't love him as a head coach, but I mean, he figures out. he, He never has the same game plan in a playoff game. He beat the Packers. We talk about the game where Mac Jones throws the ball three times. He beat the Green Bay Packers with Jimmy Garoppolo dropping back nine times. Garoppolo attempted nine passes. And they nearly ran the ball for 300 yards, and they did it with Raheem Moser, who at the time Sick. was their third string back. So he's going to have the perfect game plan. Is Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy, like, who do you trust? Those two Jamokes?
1: I, I or 100%. Kyle agree. Shanahan. I 100%. You know? that's, that's what scares these me, guys man. Are jokeville.
2: But if Dak could just ball out, like, if Dak could have the performance that Rodgers had the year they won the Super Bowl in Atlanta. Or th- or so, we need Philly. our quarterback
1: to be superhuman. You need,
2: yes, you need him to be like uh, Rodgers was, uh, man. man. Uh, you you, you need that because uh, Rodgers no, was no. awesome. But I will say this Rodgers stunk in the NFC Championship game that year, but Jay Cutler faked an injury and they played the Bears. Um, but I think that's what has to happen is they, they're going to have to win despite of Mike McCarthy. At least you have Kellen Moore calling the plays, Thank though, God and not Matt.
1: Thank God for that. For You need to keep all of the like time. And like timeouts away from Mike McCarthy in the playoffs. Like, can we give that to someone else?
2: I said this to Cam. Well, I said this, to, I, I, I say this probably like three to four times a day, and I don't even realize I'm doing it. Every head coach, like as great as Sean McVeigh is, he needs a clock guy. You yeah. need a timeout clock guy that's just monitoring the time, right? Because a head coach, like that's why it's so much different than just calling plays. Like, you're in charge of all the personnel. But even the brightest, smartest guys, like, That's what I don't understand. Sean McVay can tell you the exact play that he called four years ago against the Philadelphia Eagles on October 28th, but he can't tell you that there's 15 seconds left and he needs to call a timeout right now. Everybody should just have a clock guy and like a decision maker. hey,
1: timeout now, timeout now, timeout now.
2: Wouldn't even be the dumbest position that you employ. Like the get-back coach is the dumbest job that you could have.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.